Welcome to Quick Hits, the only podcast that gets you smartenized. Today's episode, please bring me a flaming phone book. Many years ago, I was riding down the New York Thruway with my wife. The Thruway is a large highway. It connects most of New York State, runs through the whole state. And she was driving and I was reading, which is usually whenever we're going anywhere, she's usually driving because, well, there's a little problem. My wife suffers from a syndrome, I guess it is, that seems to affect a lot of females. And that is, when I'm driving and she's in the passenger seat, she ceases being a wife and a friend and a lover and is magically transformed into a driver ed instructor. Ooh, stop sign. Red light. Ooh, watch out. Oh, over there. And this resulted in some exchanges that were, shall we say, unpleasant. Basically, I was always getting pissed off and losing my temper. And even when she tried to control herself, it didn't work. Because she'd really pull back. But I'd always hear, whenever there was anything going on that, as a driver, I should be alert. I should be aware of. You know, every stop sign. Every time somebody braked in front of me, a red light, somebody pulling out of a side street, it was like riding with an air compressor. So we came upon a very simple solution. Whenever we go anywhere, unless she's going to be reading or sleeping, she does the driving. And I think that's one of the reasons that we've been married for 26 years, because I, I don't think the marriage would have survived if uh, I had to put up with all those driver ed instructions. And she had to put up with my outburst reactions to those instructions. So anyhow, we're driving down the thruway, and I'm reading a book. And she says, oh, look, because she knows I love old cars. Most all of my calendars have old cars on them. I would actually prefer that they had young women on them, but I live in a house with uh, my wife and uh, two 20-year-old daughters. Eh, you know, they really don't appreciate that. Uh, maybe I can find a calendar with, with young, scantily clad women leaning against old cars, but eh, I don't think that would fool them either. So anyways, we're riding down, and she sees this old car, and she calls my attention to it. Oh, look at that, and we're just starting to pass it. And I didn't recognize what it was at first. So we pass it and we pull in front of it and I look back and see the big horse collar grill of the Edsel, the epitome of automotive ugliness. I don't think there was ever an uglier car produced except maybe uh, some of the stuff that came out of the Soviet Union. And I'm looking at it and it's receding behind us and I said, oh, slow down, slow down. I want to get a better look. All right, so... She pulls over to the right and slows down and we let the car pass us and we pull in behind it. And this car was really lovingly restored. It looked like it had just come off a showroom and it was painted a wonderfully ugly mint green color. It's kind of like mint ice cream. And she said, okay, enough? So yeah, okay. So she pulls over and we pass it slowly. And I look over at the driver. And the driver, of course, was 
pretty aware of what we were doing, that we were admiring his baby. And he looked like a 50s piece of clip art. He had rosy cheeks, and he was wearing a straw fedora, tilted at a jaunty angle. And we went by, and I smiled and waved at him, and he smiled and waved back. And it was just so cool, because the car itself was this anachronism, but with the simple addition of a hat, the driver made it surreal. I bet you in my lifetime I've passed or been passed by tens of thousands of cars on the thruway, but that's the one that I remember. Salvador Dali used to complain that there wasn't enough surrealism in the world. He lamented that if you go into a restaurant and you order a nice piece of fish, they never, ever bring you a flaming phone book. He wanted a flaming phone book. He wanted some more surrealism in his life. He would have loved that car. But most of us, when we see something strange or weird, we tend to recoil from it. We go, oh, and I think maybe that's evolutionary. Maybe it's because something we're unfamiliar with may be dangerous. But instead, sometimes we can have a little more fun if instead of recoiling, we appreciate it. Here's somebody that went out of their way to make your life just a little more weird, a little more surreal. They're doing you a favor. Around the same time as this, I was working in downtown Albany, New York, which is, it's really surprising how dead the streets are during the day. And at night, too. They don't call it Smallbany for nothing. But they had an art project that they brought in And they had about a dozen statues that were all life-size and they were cast in some sort of a resin with great attention to detail. When you looked at them closely, you could actually see the weave of the fabric in their clothes. And most of them were painted to look like real people. And they had all kinds of different scenes. They had a little girl swinging around a stop sign and they had a cop writing out a parking ticket. They had a woman trying to close her uh, umbrella against the wind with their hair blowing. They were really well done. They were really cool. They didn't have all the scenes that are common to Albany. For instance, they didn't have any of a cop beating the shit out of a black guy. But to be honest, that's usually done in private in Albany. So you can see why they didn't make a statue of that. They had one that I remember of two businessmen having an argument. They were all really sharp, really cool. And the effect was very surreal because when you first saw them, you thought they were real people. You'd only just notice them out of the corner of your eye, but then something was a little weird about them. They weren't moving. Ah, that's a statue. Maybe you'd go up and look at it and check it out and say, ah, that's pretty cool. And then you'd see another person that wasn't moving. Ah, another statue. Another one to go up and check out. And then you'd see another one, and you'd walk over to check it out, and then it would walk away because it wasn't really a statue it was just a person who had been standing still for a moment and the effect was very surrealistic it was kind of weird and there were a lot of complaints from local citizens saying oh this really creeps me out but it was cool that was the wrong reaction they should have enjoyed the little bit of surrealism that it added to their day so the next time that you see somebody that's made themselves really bizarre for you 
or this done a really bizarre piece of artwork. It was just done something weird or unusual. Maybe has an art car with weird stuff on it. Celebrate it. Enjoy it. Don't recoil from it. The exception to that is somebody that's got all kinds of piercings in their face, because that's just gross. You know, that, that, back off from that. But when you see somebody with a spray-painted purple mohawk that's just perfectly quaffed, wow, that's cool. They made your life a little weirder, and you should be grateful. Shortly after the statues came down in Albany, I was at a Dunkin' Donuts, and there was a guy there getting his coffee and his head was shaved not really shaved it was just like really short and he had dyed his hair to look like a soccer ball and the dark colored pentagons were dyed alternate red and green he also had a big handlebar mustache that he had dyed the bright red to match the red on his head and i was just kind of watching him out of the corner of my eye i I didn't really want to be seen staring at him But that really was the wrong reaction because he obviously wanted to be stared at. That's what I should have done. I should have not just stared at him. I should have looked. I should have pointed. I should have nudged the people I was with and said, check that out. And then after I got my coffee, I should have gone up to him and said, hey, thanks. Thanks for making my day just a little bit weirder. Just a little bit more surreal. And that's it for this episode of the Quick Hits Podcast. If you've learned anything, if you've changed your mind, or even if you can just understand a different point of view without necessarily agreeing with it, congratulations, you've been smartenized. I'm way overdue on doing a bonus episode, an episode where I read a lot of the email that I get and the voicemail, play some of the voicemail, but uh, there's always room for more, and I will be doing one uh, probably fairly soon. I'm still waiting for a few more responses. I already got a couple, but in the last podcast, I asked folks to write or call in with the phrase that they'd most like to see stricken from the English language. There was one that I expected to show up that hasn't shown up yet, but some really good ones that I hadn't thought of. So uh, we'll be going over that, going over some response to the extra long statistics episode. And all you got to do is write to hitman at davehit.com. That's spelled with two T's on either side of the at symbol, but you don't have to worry about that. All you got to do is look in the MP3 tags of this file and you'll be able to get the correct spelling or... You can go to DaveHit.com, that's spelled with two T's, and you'll find email links all over the place there. You can also give me a call at 206-203-4488, that's 206-203-HIT, and that records your voicemail, sends it to me as an MP3 file that I can then throw into the podcast. I hope you're not tired of me shilling for the podcast peer awards because I'm going to do it a little bit more once again. We are now in the finalist stage. The finalists have been picked. One of the goals of the peer awards was to allow obscure podcasts to compete with popular ones. And if you look at the finalists, you can see that we really did succeed. If you go to podcastpeers.org and go to the finalist page... You're going to find a lot of podcasts there that you've never heard of, that you're completely unaware of, and some very cool ones. 
One of them I'm going to give you as the recommended podcast, although it's hardly obscure. It's the Seventh Son podcast. It's a patio book. It's actually three patio books, and the first one has been completed. So that's cool because you can download the whole thing and listen all the way through. And I'll tell you, this thing is a real page turner. If it were a book, I would have stayed up all night reading the thing. Very well done. Lots of action. Lots of interesting characters. Really good descriptions without ever once becoming purple prose. Uh, very professional production, but lightly done. And uh, I, I just can't recommend it enough. I've downloaded a lot of patio books and listened to them. Eh, they were okay. There were some that were very good. But this one really just grabbed me from the beginning. I highly recommend it. And I think that's all I have for closing notes. So it's time to simply say, as always, never forget that the Quick Hits Podcast is nothing more than a journal of one man's opinion and therefore should not be taken too seriously.